0: It's Sunday, May 21st, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Debt limit talks between the White House and House Republicans stopped, started, and stopped again heading into a weekend where President Biden and world leaders watched from afar, hoping high-stakes negotiations would make progress on avoiding a potentially catastrophic federal default. In a sign of a renewed bargaining session, food was brought to the negotiating room at the Capitol on Saturday morning, only to be carted away hours later. No meeting was likely Saturday, according to a person familiar with the state of the talks who was not authorized to publicly discuss the situation and spoke on condition of anonymity. Mr. Biden's administration is reaching for a deal with Republicans led by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The sides are up against a deadline as soon as June 1st to raise its borrowing limit, now at $31 trillion, so the government can keep paying the nation's bills. Republicans are demanding steep spending cuts the Democrats oppose. Around the world, Sudan's warring factions have agreed to a new short-term ceasefire, U.S. and Saudi mediators announced on Saturday, after several previous attempts to broker a truce that holds have failed. Meeting in the Saudi port city of Jeddah, the Sudanese army and the Rapid Support Forces signed off on a seven-day ceasefire that is due to take effect on Monday, 9.45 p.m. local time in Sudan. The U.S. and Saudi Arabia said in a joint statement, the ceasefire could be extended if both sides agree. Both parties have conveyed to the Saudi and U.S. facilitators their commitment not to seek military advantage during the 48-hour notification period after signing the agreement and prior to the start of the ceasefire. The talks in Jeddah had previously produced an agreement between the two sides on protecting civilians and easing the flow of humanitarian assistance to those affected by the conflict. Meanwhile, Syrian President Bashar al-Assad was welcomed this weekend on an international stage, returning to the Arab League after an 11-year suspension. Although the league has limited political power, Assad's attendance at the regional summit was a major symbolic triumph for the former political pariah, whose forces have been accused of using chemical weapons and targeting hospitals and civilian areas during a bloody civil war that has lasted more than a decade and is still ongoing. Persian Gulf nations were among those that had previously backed efforts to train and arm rebel factions seeking to overthrow Assad. However, Mr. Assad has since reclaimed control over much of the country with the help of Iran-backed militias and Russian air power and some Arab countries have resumed diplomatic relations. In other news, Mexico City's Benito Juarez International Airport resumed operations on Saturday after it suspended flights for hours due to ash spewing from nearby Popocatepetl Volcano. After removing the volcanic ash, checking the runways, and verifying favorable wind conditions, we resumed takeoff and landing operations starting at 10 o'clock a.m., the airport said on Twitter. Popocatepetl, some 45 miles southeast of Mexico City, has been active since 1994 and is closely monitored by scientists, cameras, and sensors because of danger to millions living nearby. Earlier this week, several towns closed schools due to volcanic ash, and Bob Baffert choked back tears and his voice cracked while he tried to juggle the conflicting feelings of seeing one of his horses win the Preakness Stakes hours after another was euthanized on the same track. The winning horse, National Treasure, did not run in the Derby at Churchill Downs, where Baffert has been barred the past two years because of a suspension stemming from 2021 Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit's failed drug test that led to a disqualification in that race. Medina Spirit was Baffert's most recent Preakness horse, finishing third. This business is twists and turns up and downs, the Hall of Fame trainer said, to win this, Losing that horse today really hurt. It's been a very emotional day. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.